Hey Raven, guess what? Can't wait. I'm trying to hang up our new pride flag. I got some news. We're going to be doing a live show at the Pittsburgh Cannabis Festival. I I know. We've been talking about it on the pod. Are you going to help me hang this flag? I'm struggling to get it even. We got some new information. That's nice. Now, are you going to help me or not? The event's going to be presented by Terrapin. I need... Wait, Terrapin? They got some really good strains. I love their lemon G. It's really good for those stressful days. Yeah, and their double bear stuff's really good, too. I don't think I could have dealt with the food industry without their primal punch cartridge to help my anxiety. Well, what else is going on the day of the, the event? The event hopes to highlight the all the utilities of cannabis, from medical use to industrial use of hemp, for things like plastics, paper, and even clothing, to bioremediation and sustainability. There are even educational presentations on the bud stage for things like using cannabis to help trauma from a biopsychological perspective, how some cannabis vapes are made from supercritical CO2 extraction, and veteran advocacy, to name a few. That's really cool, especially the veteran ones, since me and a lot of my family enlisted in the military. But is it all going to be educational? No, there's going to be some fun with the advocacy to help normalize cannabis. Some bands are going to be playing, such as Truth and Rights, a Pittsburgh local reggae band. Sierra Sellers and Clara Kent, two R&B soul artists, and Manny's going to open for Clara. There's also going to be a pop-up yoga class that people can join in on, guided by Yoga 6 from South Hills, as well as a midday meditation on the solar stage. Wait, are there going to be tables? And what about food? Isn't this a festival? Of course there's going to be tables and food trucks. There's going to be a wide range of food trucks to satisfy all of your cravings. Tacos, Korean food, ice cream, and so much more. Plus live glass blowing, different CBD boutiques, and glass shops, selling CBD bath bombs, edibles, lotions, oils, vapes, rolling papers, pipes, you name it. Even Curated Flame, the dope Pittsburgh glass shop, is the official cone sponsor, and we'll have some pre-rolls for the first 50 people to show up to the event. The glass blowing sounds really cool. Do you think they'll make something for me? Of course. Who wouldn't want to see a one-of-a-kind piece get made right in front of them? I have some friends that would love to volunteer. How can they do it? Very easily. All they have to do is email the event planners at info at pittsburghcannabisfest.com. It's a great way to build a space for the Pittsburgh cannabis community. Well, when and where is it so I can make sure I have it in my phone? It's August 14th from noon to 5 p.m. at the Allegheny Commons Park Northside. Awesome. Now, if you would, love, let me put this flag up. I can't feel my arms anymore. This is Smoking Out the Closet. Now, here are your hosts, Alex and Raven Greer. Awesome. So we'll just get started then. All right. Um, So welcome to our 710 uh, live streamed episode or live show on Spotify Live. Um, For those of us who are listening later as i edit this and the recording and everything and add some nice sound effects when i can well at our intro and post-production and everything um we'll have our spot for pittsburgh cannabis fest uh post-production um our post-live show yeah but uh welcome this is uh smoking out the closet we are a pot queer podcast that talks about uh the lgbt ua plus community and cannabis um my name is Raven. I use she, her pronouns. I'm Alex. I use they, them pronouns. And welcome to Smoking, Smoking Out the Closet. Closet. All right. How are you doing today, honey? Doing all right. I've had a pretty lazy day. I've been in bed all day. I, I didn't have to work the big holiday. So. 
big holiday. A big holiday of 710. That's why we're having this special uh, this special live episode. So before we get to like what 710 is, can I just say how much of a disappointment today was at work with that? I was looking at your menu sale. It wasn't that great. That's why I think that because minimum you had to spend was like $115 because yeah. it was 30% off of three different concentrates. Three, yeah, three different concentrates and included uh, vape cartridges where places like Good Blend was selling all concentrates, all tinctures, all vape cartridges for 40% off. Like, it's kind of hard to compete with that. It's also hard to bring people when your sale is not super crazy. Of course, it's 710. Not a lot of people know. I didn't know that 710 was a holiday until I started working in the industry. Um, everybody knows about 420, even if you don't consume. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's I not as well known. It's not as well known. Um, but we'll get into like the logistics of that. I did a little bit of research on 710. I was curious where it started, um, what the origins and stuff were. So Yeah, I got a little bit of that too. Awesome. Um, <clears throat> so... Yeah, our, our sale wasn't super great, and we were dead. I, I don't even think we made it past ten, like made it to ten thousand today. That's crazy. It, it was so dead. Um, but yeah, do you want to start with like what seven ten is? Because all I got is very basics. Um. Yeah, so uh, 710 is another cannabis holiday that celebrates uh, this time the dabbers. So 420 is just pretty much about all stoners, right? Um, 710 is going to be about um, oils because 710 upside down is oil. Um, the old oil caps that you used to get for like the big uh, metal containers would say oil on them. It's upside down. 710, kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I looked at Leafly today. I've been going to them for a lot of my stuff because I really like them. Um, but I was looking at an article from them today, and according to Leafly, and this is a direct quote, uh, the concept of 710 traces its origin to a tiny chat chat room where rapper Tass Rock was having a virtual dab session with some high-ranking members of the cannabis community in t- 2010. Um, the first publication of anything about 710 was on Toke City, which used to be an old online forum. I tried to find it. It is no longer around. might be on um, uh, the Internet Archive website. The I can't remember what it's called. Machine? Yeah, the Wayback Machine might have it. Um, on July 10th, 2011, uh, followed quickly by an update in uh, updated definition for Urban Dictionary, uh, a post on marijuana.com in 2012, and an article uh, in LA Weekly in 2013. So this is relatively new. Like this is 2020, this 12 years old, right? That this holiday has been around. Um, the author of this article that I had referenced. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I accidentally <laughs> turned on music and not sure if you heard that, but uh Oh boy. I'll edit that out. <laughs> so the <laughs> the author of um the article I was reading did some detective work um about the credibility of the story, right? Because mm-hmm. we all know about rumors, we all know about the, the 420 rumor. Um it was cool that they could actually go and verify some of this information though, right? Um Taskrock was quoted at as of the, he's of the strong opinion that none of the group members should make any attempt to lay claim to 710. Uh, I wanted it to grow as a natural grassroots campaign. So it was just something that like, hey, this is kind of cool, right? We started this thing. I want it to be a group project. If anybody asks about it, finds history about it, whatever. If it was something that we came up together in this dab session, right? Um, and then there is actually a rumor around the internet saying that 710 has actually gone back to the Grateful Dead. Um, and 
the Grateful Dead and their um, conglomerate and their people, you know, in their circle did live at 710 Ashbury in San Francisco. Um, they did use hash oil at the time, but multiple sources of like people who hang out with them, people who knew them, they never used the 710 to refer to oil in mm-hmm. the dead house. So it was kind of debunked. Um, but just now anyway, uh, July 10th has become kind of a marketing highlight for the cannabis industry, just like April 20th has. Uh, also just a fun day to get sewn. Just another excuse. Like yeah. you needed one anyway, but here you go. It's 710. I hope anybody who's listening right now can take a big dab rip. Um, we have our yo can out. Let's uh, nice segue into talking about what are we on today? Yeah. Um, so when I first started getting into dabs, one of my coworkers who's a big dab head, um, I basically was like, I, I need one to start. I got a yo can apex. What, what would be good to start? So he suggested the uh, super silver tie from Prime Wellness, the dry this- concentrate. I would it says it's a batter. I, I would probably say it's more akin to a wax, but and the wax that I had was more akin to like a um, it was it was really like liquid consistency. Yeah. But this is kind of over the time we've had it, it's kind of dried out a little bit, so it's more like a dry batter now. Um, is it this the one that has like a lemon skittle phenotype? If yes. I was looking at James, is... um, yeah. So this is a lemon skittle phenotype, which is really nice. Um, but yeah, this little Yokan Apex is super like cool too. It's not much bigger than my seven ten, mm-hmm. honestly. My rhythm battery. Great to use. Oh yeah. So not sponsored, but you can't give us free I, shit. I, I would. I would. <laughs> if you're starting to get into dabbing, or you know, concentrates like this, and you don't want to buy, you know, a popco because that's super expensive. Um, even if you could do the installment plan. Um, if you can even get it shipped to your area, area. that's a thing with Yokan. Or no, with popco. Popco Yokans, you can usually find you founders at a head shop, didn't you? I just found a, a smoke shop in the mall. Yeah. That's near us. Um, it's a great intro tool. I can't use all concentrates, but just to get into it, I would suggest a cheap, kind of reliable, d- cheaply priced uh, dab pen like the Yokan Apex. And from a bud tender perspective, um, having this is nice for like patients too, because they're like, what am I supposed to use with this? Mm-hmm. The the Puffco, everybody knows Puffco, but they're so expensive, right? This guy was what? 30 bucks? Oh. 30 bucks? 30, 40. It has a, um, I'm a nerd. I look at everything and how it works. This has a metal heating element underneath a crystal chamber that keeps your stuff um, contained. But also this chamber isn't really great for um, for like more liquidy stuff. So you're not going to want to do your diamonds and softs. You're not going to want to do like a really liquidy wax <coughs> pen health group. Um, because I did that. I was like, man, I got this new employee well, this wax. Is, this is, to be fair, this is a dry already, dry use, concentrate. Yeah, use dry concentrates more. You can definitely you can get more chambers for these I've seen. Um, they come with this backup set, too. pack of six chambers, I think, is like five or six bucks online. It's really great. Nice little nice little thing. comes with this cute little tool, too, yeah, which the I dab think is tool. great. Um, now, I will say there are other ways to use dabs besides just uh, using an e-rig or uh, a dab pen or even just a regular rig with you know the crystal um uh camera or what it's called that little attachment piece you can put on your bong um, like a banger banger that's it yeah, yeah that's what it's called um um but yeah the sorry that's okay we talked about on the show before we've had a smoothie um i put my wax in with um the wi-fi banana wax in with the blue agave flower which i rave about at work all of the time um but yeah, um, 
they're so versatile. We took this batter, we threw it in with some lemon G flour the other day. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. But the lemonness of the limonene and the lemon G and then the um, lime skittle phenotype, just it was chef kiss it, amazing. It was like a lemon lime kind of it flavor. Was so, it was good. so good. Uh, yeah, there was like um, I've seen people who take uh, very basic kind of doughy concentrates and kind of like play-doh roll it up and like we'll put it in the middle of their joint they're rolling like once it's all flattened out and then it makes this like nice little donut shape i call that joint porn i have watched so much (laughs) of that on instagram of just people like these people will have keef right and they'll have keef and they'll have like whatever concentrate in the middle and then they'll like roll it up and then they'll something like on the outside probably like a sauce they'll dip the whatever it is in and roll it in the camera holy shit you're gonna see god if even if you don't believe in them you're gonna see them holy shit are you gonna get stoned yeah that, that is a real treat i want to try that but it's definitely gonna be like one of those days where like i have to be home like the day of and the day after just on the safe side <laughs> there was a thing on leafly i think it was either leafly or marijuana.com and it was like i got so stoned on 7 10 i didn't wake up until 7 13 yeah i was like <laughs> you go you fucking go uh, some of us have to work the next day but yeah. Um, so it kind of segues into my next section of what I had in my notes of like our experiences with wax. We kind of are and concentrates oil, stuff like that. Um, we already kind of talked about that a little bit. I know that I've done a lot of research um, behind like how stuff's made because I'm I like to know how it's made. I like to look yeah. at things and watch stuff. Um, our pharmacist training was on CO2 extraction for vaporized cartridges, which is super cool. Oh my god, do you remember any of that? All I remember is how bad that the video was. The horrible video editing and the oh my god, that was. That was horrible. That was horrible. Also, the person who runs it all of the time, I feel like she is just... Oh, it's a different person each time. It's a different pharmacist from a different state. (laughs) Two sheets to the wind of how stoned they were. Uh, Last time, I swear, everybody just gets stoned and watches the pharmacist training in the morning. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. But that's what I do. Um, (laughs) But yeah, that was... I don't know. It was fun. I got to hang out with your crew. Yeah. We talked about that in the other episode. Um, But yeah. So let me see what else do I have in my notes. That was all pretty much I had about 710. Um, oh, my experience before coming into the program, you kind of explained like how the Yokin was your intro. Everybody I know has done, everybody like I know from living in State College, the stoners I knew around there, do shatter with blow torches. I don't fucking trust myself sober with the Oh yeah, you get a torch. banger and that little yeah. girl and then you just Negative. get it up to... Uh... I can't. No, I'm, there's no way I'm going to be able to uh, do that without burning myself or hurting myself. So. Yeah. I mean, that's why I like E-Rig so much. It's just because it's, um, it's easier to get that control and you're less likely to hurt yourself. Um or just using it like in a bowl with your flour because I like to use it as an accent to the flour to kind of boost it. And that's what like sand is totally for. That's like most of the time it's like straight THC, maybe traces of terpenes. Um, you just throw that in with your flour, jazz it up a little bit. Um, also, can we talk about like the importance of concentrates and stuff like that? I, mean, yeah. I feel like it gets overlooked a lot or it has like a stigma around it because it's like, oh my gosh, there's so much THC in it. Well, what is the benefit to it? Why do they carry it at my dispensary? Well, well, can I can I bring up a little tidbit that I found out of why we have a lot of concentrates nowadays? Sure. Um, so it's debated on when it started, but it didn't really get 
prevalent in America until the 1950s, specifically 1953, uh, with the first early steps of MK Ultra. Interesting. Because they thought they could um, distill cannabis and THC to such high levels that they were either going to be using them as a psychoactive bioweapon or try seeing if it would unlock the other 90% of the brain. Oh, all that bullshit. Um, and that's heavy ear quotes on that. Um, and then the, eventually through as like time went on in the 60s and then the 70s. Um, oh, hi. Hi. Um, but as time went on, um, basically what ended up happening was uh, they went to like LSD and all the other stuff and like the, the big scary parts of NK Ultra were the 70s. So they, um, they tried to start out with cannabis, and that's how we got concentrates. Yeah. Jeez. That's, isn't that a weird sentence to say? Thank you, MK Ultra, for our concentrates. Yeah, and I learned <laughs> I learned about it a little bit from uh, Kadabra on Smoke Smoke. Uh, hey, Kadabra, it, if you're listening, what's up? Um, but it was uh, – they started with dogs at first and studied the effects on that, and it was just so weird because, like, dogs – Unlike humans, uh, dogs and other animals only have a C2 receptor in the stomach, and they don't have the C1 receptor in the brain like we do. Did you just remember that you didn't take the Bella yet? Yeah, it's also the same. Um, it's fine. That's fine. It's not like our ad doesn't have the uh, <laughs> Bella ad, in it. Yeah, our ad has been Um So do you want to talk about the, the different forms? Of cannabis. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I thought he was getting into your bag. Oh, uh, you're fine. You uh, just looked over there. I was like, I should probably look to see what the hell he's up to. <laughs> sorry about this little uh, segue, folks. Uh, this is usually the stuff we cut out of the episode, but now that you're listening to it live, this is what you get to hear of what we cut out of the episode: is me saying dumb shit, and then us with the cat yelling at the cat to get out of the sink. Um. Well, basically, um. So I got. Uh, dabs as an over-encompassing uh, umbrella term are concentrated forms of cannabis that come in a variety of forms and textures. The typical forms are shatter, wax, butter, batter, and sugar. Uh, do you have more beyond that? Um, you have diamonds. They're not super, like, well, uh, I don't feel like a lot of people, in my personal opinion, from like working in the industry and for being around stoners, I don't feel like a lot of people use diamonds. So, like, correct me if I'm wrong, or if you want to interact with us, say, hey, yeah, I do. That's cool. Um, but I've been looking at them for like our Yocan specifically because they're a harder um, concentrate. But yeah, diamonds, crystals. Um, did you say sand? I did not say sand. Sand um, is up there. Um, so, those are like the the main ones I feel like. Um, now, do you have notes on like the what the different forms are, like processes or anything? Because I'm not I, sure what you got. I don't. That was the end of my notes. So oh, okay. you know, that's all I had. Um, because ADHD brain ADHD brain got distracted <laughs> and needed some sort of like reward, so I started scrolling through TikTok. Okay. <laughs> um, so a lot of it, and uh, from my understanding, is a lot of it is especially uh, with live rosin concentrates. Um, with the live ones, what they do is the moment they harvest off the plant, they uh, instantaneously freeze it. Yeah, they flash freeze it. Um, and then they use that to either uh, squish, do other forms they have to do, uh, push through like CO2 extractors. Um, so, well, that I learned from our morning meeting the other week from our pharmacist. 
So you know the reason, do you want to know the reason why we don't have any CBN in any concentrates? Because we lose that in the it's process, a, but also... It, go ahead, oh, sorry. <laughs> I, this is just from what I know, is a uh, CBN is typically a byproduct of when THC starts to break down. Exactly. And also we found another cannabinoid that when it even uh, continues to go on for about a year or so, it starts creating CBL. Interesting. Which we have no idea what it does. It's just a recent study that came out that basically said, hey, guess what we discovered? CBL. We don't know what it does, but it's here. Because who leaves their weed sit for a year to, to make CBL? Nobody that I know of, I'm telling you that much. Yeah. No, but yeah, you're right. You're exactly correct. That's We don't have any CBN in our concentrates because we flash freeze the bud that is used to make the concentrates. Well, for the, the LR. For, for, the, for the live resins, anyway, yeah. Um, now, I believe Shatter... Now, I, if, I'm trying to remember how exactly it's done, but a lot of it is pushed through high pressure uh, for a lot of, like, the physical concentrates and how they're going to go through is kind of just basically a giant hydraulic press. Yeah. Um, some are made with using butane extraction, um, and then some are used using alcohol. Uh, you, those are usually used for tinctures, um, for, you know, use either teeth or the actual flat. I, I haven't seen here in our program, but I've heard rumors in other states that there are like uh, live rods and uh, tinctures. Yeah, I haven't seen I haven't seen any. Well, all of ours are alcohol based, or I can't remember. Are your all 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 of, all of ours alcohol based in this state? I don't think they are. I don't think they are either. Uh, but then you also have like uh, uh, hash. Like you take the key and you turn it to hash, and then you can turn that hash into like batter or like wax you know yeah there's so many things in different processes that like we could um talk about we probably should do an episode of like how our concentrates made um but this week's been a little busy uh but you know what i'm actually going to look that up while we're talking about this okay so, um, i think it's pertinent look at this too i think i know i thought i knew the answer to that tincture question earlier and i can't remember because i know we do have some alcohol based ones and then whenever you have uh certain people like if uh depending on diagnoses and stuff like that that can't have alcohol based tinctures for i don't know for plethora of reasons um not to get super deep into it but um, well, one is uh, hydrocarbon extraction, uh, butane, and other similar compounds like uh, propane and hexane are useful in extracting plant-based chemicals like terpene or cannabinoids. Butane hash oil, or BHL, is prevalent for its extreme potency. It commonly has an uh, it commonly has an 80 to 90 percent THC content. BHO is perfect for people who are looking for therapeutic effects of THC. BHO is usually used uh, to counter severe pain and muscle spasms in people who are looking for therapeutic effects. Um, it's quite effective against anxiety and uh, stress as well. Nice. Uh, Hydrocarbons used to make essential oils, oil-based fragrances. Process starts with tubing, collecting cannabis plant, a vessel containing butane or any other hydrocarbon can be used. Mix two of the carbons, pump 
and then pump the hydrocarbon into the flower as a cannabis that draws out the cannabinoids like THC, CBD, and CBA. Uh, uh, then there's ethanol extractions. Uh, follows the same principle that is used in creation of... Uh, ah. Sorry, I accidentally hit the wrong button. Um, uses the same principle as BHO, but it involves dipping, uh, dripping a solvent over the buds of flowers and removing the solvent that's pure cannabis left behind. However, instead of hydrocarbon-based uh, solvent, ethanol is used in this process. One of the oldest used solvent, uh, ethanol is one of the oldest used solvents for creating cannabis concentrates. The advantage of using ethanol is that it dissolves the terpenes and cannabinoids faster than butane. On the other hand, uh, ethanol, unlike butane, ethanol has a high polarity, which can cause, result in the extraction of certain elements that aren't drawn out by butane. And there's super critical CO2 oil, which I know a whole lot more about, where they basically... Uh, can I just say real quick, we have personally done the ethanol extraction with our magical bitter machine. Yes. Um, that is how we made our tinctures to make a bunch of our, uh, our gummies. We need to make some more of those. Those are so good. Yeah, awesome. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting process, uh, with super critical CO2, uh, it is a newer, uh, process that's basically coming up in the cannabis industries, um, and I, I say newer as relative to the other two, um, but basically, um, see, uh, super critical CO2, just highly pressurized carbon dioxide, uh, similar to the other two extraction processes, the solvent is poured over the plants, um, and the cannabinoids are extracted into it. Um, then the CO2, uh, which, uh, which in the supercritical form is extremely cold, and it um, is beneficial to the process with that. As we previously stated, excess heat affects the quality of the concentrate super, uh, since liquid CO2 is cold, it preserves the natural uh, attributes of the strain that is being extracted means a flower or a flavor, aroma, and a lot more of the terpenes and cannabinoids can be saved for the plant. Um, and it's easier to move as it just turns into a gas and evaporates once you're done with it. Um, however, it can be uh, really thin and soupy. Uh, so it's great for vape pens and uh, e-cigarettes. So, like, the nicotine process is kind of what led from this for like nicotine-based uh, vaporization. So it kind of got brought over for cannabis um, once we realized, hey, we can also do that with this plant. Um, that's only how shatters me, though. So I want to see. The downside with the internet is a lot of it is like, oh, should you be worried about uh, concentrates or concentrates the bad guy of the cannabis world? Or are they, are they going to make you super sick? Just like how all those articles of like vaping is the bad guy of the tobacco world. And you have to wade through all the bullshit to just get one little ingot of information that you're looking for. Uh, so this this one uh, has a flowchart. It's basically cannabis raw material. Yeah. And then it goes to dry processes, which will give you keys, dry ice keys, finger hash. They have water-based processes like hash, bubble, ice wax, um, which water-based hash making, I've heard, is really good. And if you get your hands on it, it makes it like a really, really good uh, product to use. Um, 
and then you have solvent 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 based processes. Uh, so your isopropyl oils, ISO, butane hash oil, BHO, Rick Simpson oil, or Simpson, sorry, Rick Simpson oil, RSO, uh, honey oil, honeycombs, your wax, shatter, batter, butter. Also, apparently there's one called Earl. E-R-R-L. Earl? That is very southern. That is. Like... And then you know, the, the supercritical CO2, which will, you know, make vape pens. Um, it's a really specific question, and I'm not quite sure that might be. This might be a grower question. It'd be cool to reach out to them. Gene Leaf uh, has a solventless extract, and I'm not quite sure how they make theirs. That'd be cool to see. Or if we could like email them and get like get back to everybody and be like, hey, so this is a Pennsylvania grow, and we talk to them about how they do their thing. Um, oh, we could do a lot of this at the Pittsburgh Cannabis Fest too, because there's gonna be a lot of people there. Yeah, we really could. Um, it looks like a lot of the uh, batter, butter, and all that are basically just using the solvent-based extractions, and it's just with a closed system that kind of recirculates everything. Yeah. Um, it's just the form that comes out. Um, and obviously, probably like different pressures, different uh, levels of the you know the, the solvent they're using, and everything. It looks like that is what's creating the different base or how the form it comes out in. Um, but we're gonna have like a question section here later, like a chat section. So like, it should be on the on your phone or however you're looking at this. I think they're only on mobiles. Um, you hit the request button. It should bring up to a thing for us to allow y'all to talk. Uh, definitely bring that up because I would definitely like to see that. Um, there's also a discussions tab thing where you can kind of talk about it. If you also um, want to talk amongst yourselves. Or even I can see it. So. Uh, you know, definitely if you have anything to bring up while we're talking, definitely go ahead. Um, if you don't want your voice to be recorded uh, for the future audience that is going to be listening to this, because um, I'm going to get a copy of this live show. Um, that's all I do have for the notes. Um, yeah, I was kind of, like I said, I was kind of late on my notes today, too. So, um, do we, do we actually review the batter. We mm. do this a lot. No, we didn't actually we do did this. We review one, the batter. We were talking about the device. Oops, I just dropped it. Because uh, we were talking about like everything going with on with like what dabs are and like what 710 is. Um, and we kind of just skipped over the review. Um, do you want to talk about it first? Yeah, sure. Um, so to reiterate, this is the Super Silver Tie number 15 from Prime Wellness. Um, it is their dry concentrate. We got it in a gram. Uh, it is, it's very, very tasty. Like, it is very limey. Um, it tastes great. It's super smooth. Even with, like, sometimes the yokan does have a tendency to get kind of hot as a device. Mm -hmm. um, even if, like, but hotter, kind of harsher temperature, it's still really smooth. I don't cough from it at all. Um, the effects are pretty great. I'm also, <laughs> I'm also kind of cheating. I'm over here puffing on my um, <sighs> sweet chem cart from AK while you were also doing dabs. Um, so, because this is kind of like our sesh for the episode, we'll just sesh during the episode. Yeah. And we're inside, so, because it's hot and humid and muggy out there, and we don't want to go out there. Yeah, we thought about doing it outside at first, but we were like, eh, it's too hot. Um, also, pollen counts ridiculously high today, and I would like <laughs> to be able to breathe. I don't know about you. Um, I mean, I really like it. It's, it's, for how we're using it right now, in a dab pen. That is very hot. Sorry. That's okay. Uh, I just let that sit there. That is hot. 
it's really good. It brings out a very big, strong hint of uh, kind of like a citrus flavor to me. Um, it smells wonderful. I cannot fault it. Um, don't get it on your clothes, as I learned recently. Um, do not get it on your pants. It is hard to get out of jeans. Stick really well. Oh, yeah. Oh, you remember we were rolling up that, uh... Yeah, rolling up that Jay and freaking got it on their jeans. Dropped it all over the floor, too. Almost I, I, had a... Not all almost over the had floor. A I dropped a little on the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, sticky. Yeah, remember, it, all the... Got all the constraints kind of mm-hmm. super freaking sticky. Yeah, it's because all those, uh... Uh, terpenes. That icky, sticky green. Like uh, we talked about in our terpene episode, where those come from and why it's sticky. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it's, it's really cool. It's really good. Uh, honestly, a 4.5 out of 5 for me. Yeah, I feel like it's up there too. 4.5 out of 5. It's really nice. I really like it. I definitely would buy it again. Um, yeah. I, I can't. I can never do a perfect 5 out of 5. Because you never know if something else is going to come along the line and move things around on the scale or what's going to be. Like, no, I just. I don't. I never think any. I, I think it's never... impossible to get a perfect. Interesting. See, that's my reasoning of why I give it a four and a half is because something might come along and ship that down the scale, and then I might rate something else a four and a half, and I don't know. The highest I'll ever rate something is 4.8. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, just because me, personally, I, the idea of perfection is boring. I feel that. Like, on a spiritual fucking level. Yeah, because, like, what are you going to do <laughs> afterwards, like, to, to find perfection in itself is just kind of flawed as a human being. It's like, that's stupid. Um... I think anyway. Yeah. Um, not to say you can't hunt for perfection. That can be your goal, but just note you're never going to find it. You know yeah. what I mean? Always continue to evolve and better yourself, but we're never going to find that perfection. Don't um, tell all those growers out there. You just broke a thousand growers' hearts, so you're never going to find <laughs> the perfect strain. You know that? <laughs> I mean, but that's the thing. That's the fun in it. Yeah, though. that's the fun, though. It's like, if you do find great. that perfect one, you're like, all right, fuck, well, now what? What am I going to do? This to was my try, life. To try making an even better strain. You know what I mean? That's the thing. It's, it's always to push your limits and go beyond. Just like disjointed. Undisjointed. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about the perfect strain that you wanted, wanted to grow. Um, but yeah, it's 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 very weird. And it's, it's to me, just kind of oh, really high. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just uh, had that moment it, of it just, smack you in the face. It's just a foolish attempt. You know what I mean? Also, I really apologize. I hope nobody can hear my messing around with my headphone. It's not wanting to stay in my ear for some reason. I'm not sure if we're using the mic on the phone or the mic on the headset. I still haven't figured that out. I still haven't figured it out. I hope everyone can hear us okay. Yeah, I, from the one person I asked, he can hear us, so it's fine. Um, well, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 really good. I would definitely put this is definitely going to be one of my go-tos, just like uh, Lemon G from Terrapin. Oh, yeah. Or uh, GG number four from... Honestly, I've had it from Penn Health Group and a couple other growers, and it's been a great strain no matter where I got it from. Um, or, heck, Pineapple Express, like what that Cresco had. I love that strain. I miss it. Like that blue agave. It's just on our shelf all the time. If mm-hmm. you were to look at our shelf here, over to our left, uh, imagine it now if you can. All of our strains. Oh, we had a flower strain up there we were going to try for the podcast. Are we going to do that next episode? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um... So a little, uh, a little like peer uh, into the next episode, um, I got two strains, and I wanted to try the sour lifesaver strain for us on the next episode. 
the high CBD. I love strain. my high CBD strains. I feel like people sleep on them, but I feel like they work the best for me. And I, I tell patients too with anxiety that CBD helps lift you up, but not make you like racy crazy feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, so. And, and I, and I thought it was going to be like a really good one for us to talk about CBD heavy strains and something like that with it. So, um, but yeah, I really don't have a whole lot left. I really um, don't either. If we wanted to field some questions. Yeah, we could definitely field some questions. Um, um, you just want to tell us about how your day's been. Say hi. We'll shout you out on the podcast. Yeah. I don't know where else to go from here. Um, can I just say recently, this is what I've been getting into. Uh, if you just want to start typing questions or whatever, go ahead. Um, I've been getting into cult podcasts. And there's a podcast that is also a Spotify original called Cults. Um, and they're really cool over there. Uh, go check them out. Definitely, if you're into all that culty, creepy, weird stuff, hive mindy, religions, whatever, that it, they're great. Um, <clears throat> usually 30-minute episodes. Um, I found this other guy. I can't remember what his name is. Um, but he had a really long, involved, deep episode um, threw some humor in it, too. Um, so from two different perspectives. One's really, like, historical, and then the other one's just like, hey, we're going to also pick fun while we're here. So, yeah, that's what I've been doing with my spare time recently is listening to cult podcasts. Okay. Oh, can I talk about, uh, so two good news, well, one good news legislation thing, excuse me for that, oh, burp, uh, so in Pennsylvania, and one really bad one, and I will be bringing both of them up. So, fair warning. Fair warning. Do you want me to bring up the bad one or the good one first? Uh, we can bring up the bad one first, and then some, then a good one, and then we'll take, we'll take some questions then? Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Oh. Um, so... And these questions, by the way, they can be about anything. It doesn't have to be, like, cannabis-related. What's you your favorite any, color? Yeah, I don't if, care. If, if you want to know something about us, you can. I, no preference. Um, or you just want to talk about your favorite, like, way to consume cannabis or anything. It your favorite strain. Drop it. it anything. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so the bad news. In Pennsylvania, for those of you who are listening, uh, State Bill 106 passed the House. Which was introduced through the Senate, and basically what it is, it changes a lot of stuff. One of them is talking about abortion access. Uh, so it's now passed the, House, the Senate and the House. Now it's got to pass the House and the Senate again, and then it's going to be added on either the November election for the governor or the May election ballot for the lieutenant general or lieutenant governor of Pennsylvania. And it changes a lot of stuff, so I suggest you research, look at it. But one of them is talking about abortion access. And we at Smoking Out the Closet feel like abortion access is a healthcare right and definitely want to put that out there as saying we support anybody that has uh because it's a bodily autonomy right and anybody has the right to an abortion and the healthcare like this. Abortion abortion is healthcare. Exactly. Um moving on to happier news though. Pennsylvania State Bill 167 uh, just passed uh, the Senate, and basically what it is, is it allows DUI protections for cannabis for patients in the medical marijuana program. Which is amazing. So for some of you that don't know uh, why we have this issue is um, basically in Pennsylvania, we are considered a, a medical marijuana patients are considered a 24-hour DUI, uh, and some people have gotten arrested in the recent future, uh, recent uh, past year, like within the, last, the week, 
um, and basically have been like, yes, I have had, uh, I took, it was 2 a.m. in the morning. I didn't, the last time I had any sensation of being high was 8 p.m. at night. And I, I'm quoting a Reddit user here. Um, I got arrested and charged with the DUI because it was still in my bloodstream. And it's going to be in your bloodstream for a bit because you're a medical marijuana patient. And it's going to be about up to 24 to some people, maybe 48 hours, depending on how they use it. You know what I mean? On usage, like if you're going for a urine test, which I'm not sure if this is what they're gauging with or not, right? But with a urine test, because I've had to do drug tests for work before, it's, it could take anywhere up to 48 days, depending on how heavy you use. Oh, they, they use a blood test because that is the most like accurate way to know if it's in your blood or in, in making you impaired. Okay. Um, which I think is really stupid. Yeah. Um, but yes, there are now protections for medical marijuana patients. Uh, SABO 167 did pass. Uh, it's just seeing how it's going to be applied and how the police are going to actually deal with it is going to be interesting um, because basically their bill of protection basically is like you're on like when I was on Wellbutrin, I said a thing I shouldn't be operating heavy machinery, but if I have to drive every day for work, I have to use my Wellbutrin. People with ADHD who use Adderall every single day, you're going to pop for Adderall, and it's the same thing with, like, hey, guess what? That's a prescription, and they are protected, and mm -hmm. now we're protected as well. But, yeah, the the side effects, like, hey, don't operate heavy machinery, and for some reason, my dumbass always thinks of, like, a backhoe, but, no, they're talking about cars. Do not – got to be careful how you drive, or wait until you see how it's going to affect you, because I was on several antidepressants that made me not like as, I guess it's gonna say weird to say, kind of not as coherent, right? It kind of just put a mask over everything and I felt okay. Mm -hmm. um, but that also impaired my driving skills sometimes. And I felt like I was stopping shorter in front of like vehicles or I wasn't having as quick reaction time. So that's with anything that you take. Mm -hmm. um, and please, everybody, please be responsible. And be safe. Be safe. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a, it's been a big thing. Um, and so it's really nice. It's definitely going to be interesting to see because that was one excuse the way cops could arrest people. So. And before that, it was the smell that mm -hmm. they could raid, they could go in your car for the smell. So, small victories. Um, taking the good with the bad as it comes, you know, one day at a time. So, um, we're going to leave it open here for a few minutes on questions. Uh, if anybody has any questions. Um, or just topics you want us to talk about. Yeah, or just some, you know, you have any questions about cannabis at all. How things are here in Pennsylvania. Um, you can hit uh, that request icon or just type in discussions. I'll have it on. Uh, we'll just mute our mic here for a second um, and we'll answer what we can. Um, while we're waiting, because I don't like silence, I don't think anybody else likes it. Uh, do we want to talk about uh, the Pittsburgh Cannabis Festival? Absolutely. Quick? Um, so shameless plug, 
the Pittsburgh Cannabis Fest is going to be happening August 14th uh, at the Allegheny Commons Park. Um, so I'm just going to bring up some of the people who are going to be there real quick. You're talking to two of them. or listening to two of them. Yeah, because right. we're, we're the media sponsors. So um, we are going to end this here soon. I'm just kind of vamping for time because um, we're going to basically got like four more minutes to get left before we're going to end it. So we don't want our podcast episode to be super long for a first live stream. Um, but basically it's uh, August 14th from noon to 5 p.m. Uh, and so right now it is currently 34 days, 17 hours, 20 minutes, and 52 seconds away from, uh, at the time of recording, or at the time of this live show. And it is right now, because I'm uh, <laughs> for used to be sitting here recording, not being live. Uh, it is going to be real here real soon. Um, so I just kind of wanted to bring up some of the sponsors that are going to be there. It's pretty cool to watch. Like I was checking out their sponsor page, and it has been slowly filling up with people, which is really cool to see. Um, so the the stage sponsors for the Bud Stage is Compassionate Clinics of America. Um, the Flower Power Stage is Liberty. Um, can't remember who they own. I can't remember. I want to say it's uh, Good Creed. Or grassroots. I want to say it's grassroots. I want to say it's grassroots, yeah. Um, the solar stage is by Zero Fossil. I think it's what that logo is for. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Zero Fossil, who's providing uh, the electricity for the event. Shout out to you. You're the ones who are going to keep us running on the day of the event. Uh, Sunspot sponsor is by Choice Extracting Inc. Or, sorry, Choice Extraction Inc. Uh, Kind Tree Cannabis is the energy sponsor. Uh, the Zero Waste sponsor is Pharmaceutical RX. Um, Good Blend, uh, My Tree or Main Tree, and Zen Leaf and G Leaf are the in- industry sponsors. Um, so they'll probably be having tables and talking about everybody about their dispensaries in the area and everything. Um, we also have some wellness sponsors, which are some more uh, dispensaries in the area. Uh, Cresco is a uh, wellness sponsor, Sunnyside, uh, Organic Remedies, Ethos, uh, Black Bear, I can't read the other two uh, words. Black Bear, Hemp Dispensary, Prime Wellness, and Impact. Um, and then on the bottom, the cone sponsor is Curative Flame uh, in Pittsburgh. Um, but shout out to them. I was looking at your website the other day. You got some pretty cool stuff over there. So if you guys want to go like check their stuff out, they're super cool. Um, they took themselves as the dope, like the dope Pittsburgh glass shop. They mm-hmm. they are some of the stuff they have is super cool. Or they're a dope Pittsburgh uh, cone shop. Cone shop. Yeah, because they sell uh, like Delta Eight and uh, hemp based uh, products along with uh, Radom. I, I have to open the website again to pronounce it right, but it's K R A T O M. Radom. Radom. Interesting. Uh, they do uh they do soap glass on their website. I'm not sure what they have in their storefront. Oh, that's cool. But yeah, I was looking at their website and there was some cool glass pieces in there. And then also, if you look to the right on their website, there's us. Yep, click on that. Right. Takes the our podcast page on yep. uh, Apple, Apple Podcasts. We, this is our shameless plug part of the episode. We are also on Spotify where you're listening to us now. Uh, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Cannabis, Cannabis, Skywriting, Your Microwave. I don't um, know. 
everywhere you listen to podcasts, so Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Facebook Podcasts. Um, our email is smokingoutthecloset at gmail.com. If you guys ever want to, like, hit us up or anything or have ideas for a topic, we do also have a Patreon in the works, so keep an eye out on that. Or if anybody listening wants to be a guest, we can figure out stuff that we all can talk about and have many other guests on. Exactly. Uh, but, yeah, we're hitting that time. We're, uh, we're going to hit our recording limit here so uh we just want to say thank you guys for listening and joining us um for our first live show and we'll hope to see you guys on the next one for um i just lost i'm really high right now uh for the pittsburgh cannabis fest yeah for the pittsburgh cannabis fest august 14th all right we'll see you guys see you